Hey everyone, welcome back once again to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do a story from one of our listeners who wrote in. Um, This listener's name is Omri, who is four years old. And Omri said, I listen to your podcast and I have an idea for one you should write about. Ocean, sky, and land dinosaur planet. In the story, there's a planet that has sky, land, and ocean dinosaurs. The main character and the spaceship have to travel there and find out why the dinosaurs are becoming extinct. So, Omri, I hope I'm saying your name right, by the way, I have taken that story, I've put it into my brain, and the following thing is what my brain came up with. I hope you enjoy it. As usual, just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up in the morning, getting out of bed, and looking around the room. You realize that you're on spaceship. You head out of the bedroom area and into the main part of the ship. There, You look out the view screen and you see stars quickly flying by as the ship travels at super hyperdrive. Good morning, spaceship. How are you? You say. I am good. How are you? Asks spaceship. Well, I can't really complain. Is there anything fun to do today? Any new planets to explore or something like that? You ask. That is very good timing, Spaceship says. I just received a strange signal from an alien planet. Really? Uh, What kind of signal is it? The signal says, Extinction event, extinction event, and continues to repeat that. Extinction event? That doesn't sound good at all. We should probably check that out right away. Course is already said, says Spaceship. Before long, Spaceship comes to a stop. And you see a very odd-looking planet in front of you. I mean, it looks like a normal planet, but it has three gigantic domes on it and when I say gigantic I mean gigantic it's almost as if the planet is split into three different parts you jump in the control chair and take a hold of the steering wheel you fly the spaceship over towards the planet you slowly lower the ship down towards the first dome that you see. As you get closer, you bump into the dome and suddenly stop. Uh, spaceship, uh, is there any way through the dome? I will check, says spaceship. Configuring shields now. Spaceship changes the shields on the outside of the ship to perfectly match the frequency of the dome. Then, without any trouble at all, you're able to fly straight through the dome into the first area on the planet. When you look around, you start to see huge trees. Trees that are so big they reach up to the clouds. And flying from tree to tree, you start to see dinosaurs. Flying dinosaurs. Um, there's dinosaurs on this planet? Weird. This part of the planet seems to be a sky dinosaur habitat, says Spaceship. You fly through the habitat very slowly. You see that it's made up of gigantic trees, 
large mountains and little lakes which are full of fish. It's basically the perfect habitat for flying dinosaurs and there's quite a few of them around. That's really strange, you say. I wonder what the other domes have. You fly out of the dome and pop into the next dome on another part of the planet. This time, as you lower down towards the surface, you don't really see anything at all. In fact, you eventually just come to the bottom and the entire thing is ocean. I wonder, you say. You fly the ship into the water and down below the ocean. And before long, you see that you're in some sort of ocean dinosaur exhibit or something. You drive the ship through the water and you begin to see lots of sea dinosaurs. There's mosasaurs, of course, plesiosaurs, and a whole bunch of dinosaurs you've never seen before or even heard of. All of them have flippers, and all of them seem to be perfectly at home here. It's almost as if the habitat was created for ocean-going dinosaurs, which would also explain the dome. You fly up out of the ocean and head through the dome and over to the last gigantic dome on the planet. As you enter this one, it actually looks a lot like the dinosaur planet. It has huge fields, trees and bushes, and the whole thing is run by land dinosaurs. Land dinosaurs of all shapes and sizes roam. And as you look below you, there's stampedes of them. You pass all sorts of long-necked dinosaurs, triceratops, and even a few Tyrannosaurus rexes. Before long, you see a big group of stegosauruses. There's velociraptors, iguanodons, and you even find a gigantosaurus down there somewhere. It looks a lot like a T-Rex, but a little bit different. There are so many different kinds of land dinosaurs that you can't even count them. How could this possibly be some sort of extinction? And where is that signal coming from anyways? Tracing signal now, says Spaceship. The signal seems to be originating from the moon of the planet, Spaceship explains. I think we better go check it out, you say. You fly up out of the land dinosaur habitat and towards the moon that circles the planet. As you get closer to the moon, it actually doesn't look like much of a moon at all. It's made entirely out of metal, and it's probably better described as a space station shaped like a moon. There's huge viewing windows on the one side of it that always seems to face the planet. As you get closer, you circle around this artificial moon and you look for an area to enter. Not seeing anything obvious, you decide it might be a good idea to shrink Spaceship down so you can get inside easily. Spaceship begins to glow and then it shrinks and shrinks and shrinks until it's so small it could fit through the tiniest crack in the space station. You fly up to the wall and spaceship drills a tiny little hole and then flies through it, closing the hole behind. 
you fly through empty halls of the space station, completely abandoned for years. You do pass a couple robots that seem to be cleaning the place or taking care of it, but otherwise not a single living thing is there. After flying from hall to hall and making your way around, you eventually come to a large open room. As you enter the room, you see huge screens. Each one seems to be connected to a camera from down on the planet. There's sets of screens from the land habitat and sets of screens from the ocean habitat and sets of screens from the sky habitat. This place must have been some sort of zoo or something like that, you realize. Spaceship, connect to the computer and figure out what's going on. Understood. Spaceship grows big enough and then shoots out little wires connecting to the computer screens. After a while, the diagnostics are finished. Analysis complete, says Spaceship. It seems this planet was built as a sort of dinosaur zoo. It seems that no one has visited in hundreds of years. Hundreds of years, you say? That's... wow. Yes, says Spaceship. Robots have been caring for it, but recently dinosaurs have begun to disappear, causing the station to send a distress signal. Oh, what's making them disappear, you ask? The computer is unsure. That's unsure? How many dinosaurs have been disappearing? Hundreds of dinosaurs per day, Spaceship explains. Hundreds per day have been just disappearing from the planet? We have to figure out what's going on, you suggest. Let's go down and check it out. Let's head to the sky habitat, you say. Spaceship shrinks back down and heads back through the corridors of the space station until you get to the hole where you let yourself in. Spaceship reopens the hole. You fly through it and once again close it behind you with a little welding torch. Spaceship grows back to its normal size and you head down towards the planet. You enter the sky habitat again. Alright, spaceship, um, maybe we can explore this undercover. Scan one of the nearby dinosaurs, you say, and collect its DNA. Scanning local pterosaurs, says spaceship. Spaceship shines what looks like a bright light on one of the nearby pterosaurs. DNA acquired. Perfect. Now, transmorphifies me into that thing, you say. Suddenly, four satellite-looking things pop out of the ground. Each one lights up a bright blue color and shoots towards you. As the blue light hits you, a strange tingling sensation passes through your body and you begin to slowly transform. Your arms morph into wings and stretch out. Your head gets longer and stretches into what looks like a beak. And before long, you've become a pterosaur. The back of the ship opens and you run out towards it. You quickly jump out the back of the ship and spread your wings. You begin gently gliding across the sky habitat. 
you find a group of other pterosaurs and you join their formation, gently gliding around. You pass by the gigantic trees. Each one seems to be home to different groups of pterosaurs. You pass over the lakes and can easily see down into them with your pterosaur eyes. From high above, you can somehow see almost every single fish swimming below. You pass over mountains and jagged rocks, but you don't see anything strange at all. At the edge of the habitat, Spaceship meets you. You give Spaceship the signal to turn you back into a human, and Spaceship shines the bright blue lights on you once again, and you slowly transform back into human form. We'd better go check out some of the other habitats, you say. You climb back in the ship and fly over to the sea habitat. Spaceship, do you still have the DNA for a Mosasaur, you ask? Yes, says Spaceship. Well, make it happen. Spaceship shines the bright blue lights from the transmorphizer on you once again and you slowly begin to turn into a mosasaur, your head stretching out, your teeth growing long and sharp, and your arms and legs turning into flippers. Spaceship flies down just above the water and opens the back hatch. You, in the shape of a mosasaur, run out of the back of the ship and jump out into the ocean. As a mosasaur, you can move pretty quickly, and you begin to shoot through the ocean at a pretty high speed. You pass fish and other dinosaurs. You pass beautiful coral reefs. But once again, you don't notice anything strange. You don't see any dinosaurs disappearing or anything like that. You pop back up to the surface and spaceship flies over to you once again, hitting you with the blue light and transforming you back into a human. You climb up onto the ship out of the ocean and spaceship suddenly hits you with nice warm air from all directions, drying you off completely. Well, let's head to the land habitat and see if anything's happening there. As you fly over towards the land habitat, you start thinking about which land dinosaur you should transform into to explore the place when suddenly you see a huge flash of light. Something flies through the dome protecting the land area and appears in the sky above the dinosaurs. It looks like a giant circular UFO. Suddenly a bright light shines out of the UFO and hits a group of stegosauruses below. One by one, it sucks the stegosauruses up through the light and into the ship. The ship then flies back out of the dome and into space. Quick spaceship, follow that ship, you say. Spaceship quickly flies up into the air and through the dome and out into space. You chase the other spherical ship into the atmosphere, and then it suddenly jumps to super hyperdrive and heads out of the place. Spaceship, track that ship, you say. Understood, Spaceship says. Spaceship jumps to super hyperdrive as well, following the other ship. Where's it going, you ask? 
I don't know, says Spaceship. Are we able to catch up? You ask? Unfortunately, we are only able to travel at the same speed. We will have to wait until it arrives. Uh, that could be a long time. Good thing there is a lot to do on the ship. That is a good thing, you say. Okay, well you keep chasing it and I'm going to relax for a little bit. You head over to the couch on the ship. You lay down on the couch and pull the blanket over top of yourself. You grab the remote control to the TV and you turn it on. You pick one of your favorite shows to watch. And as you watch, you begin to get kind of tired. You let yourself slide down on the couch and nuzzle your head into a pillow that's sitting there. You pull the blanket up over top of you even more. And you allow your heavy eyes to close. Slowly, you forget what the TV's doing because it just feels so much better to let yourself drift off to sleep. You blink your eyes open and closed slowly, but each time you close them, you feel yourself going deeper and deeper into a dream until the things you're watching begin to blend into your dreams and your imagination allows you to disappear to a world of thought and imagination. Good night everyone. See you next time.